0: Welcome to Retire Texas Style, the podcast where we talk about all these hot topics concerning your finances and of course, creating that income that you need when you retire. Now, lots in the news about this SECURE Act. A lot of people wondering, is it even going to affect me? So Steve, what do I really need to know about the SECURE Act?
1: For some people, the required minimum distribution age went from 70 and a half to 72 and I so I mean it's only a year and a half but what that means is it's a longer period before you have to start taking money out of your 401k IRAs, your uh, regular traditional IRAs, your uh, SEP plans, self-employment plans, and you know different government programs. Now, Roth IRAs will not be affected because you have lifetime income that's tax-free out of that, so it will not affect that. But I think the thing that really is the gotcha in the whole deal is that it's upon death how it affects stretch IRAs. And let me explain that. I'm not going to get real technical, but if your spouse dies and you inherit their qualified money, which is IRAs, 401ks, SEPs, different things like that, you have a spousal assumption where as a spouse, you can continue to take money you know, for your lifetime. Yeah. But where it really gets sticky is for a lot of folks. And I'm not going to give all the ages and make it complicated, but for a lot of folks now, once the kids inherited or a non spouse, it can be a niece, a nephew, whoever you only have a 10 year payout. It used to be that you could give a gift to your kids or your grandkids for the rest of their life. They would start taking the money out as a required minimum distribution at their age. Well, it's still that way, but you only have 10 years now to pay all of that. So, you know, if you have a lot of qualified money, it's really going to affect their taxes, you know, you have to add that into your uh, your adjusted tax return, your adjusted gross income, and it's really going to make a difference. So, you know, one of the things we're really going to do is meet with our clients this year and show them how they might want to fund a life insurance contract with that, you know, and start paying the taxes now on it. And there's a lot of different things planning-wise you can do to kind of divert that situation Mm -hmm. but it's really going to affect a lot of people and basically what it is is the government wants their money they want you taking money out of those as beneficiaries so they can have their money it's really really important and i think it's just it's kind of a shame because a lot of people thought you know my kids will be able to for their lifetime you know have money every year out of this well now they can only have to they have to take all the money Mm -hmm. over 10 years So you could start year one through nine, taking it just as you planned on. But boom, year 10, you're going to have to pay the taxes on all of that money. So it's really going to change a lot.
0: So for those listening today going, okay, I've heard about this whole, you know, secure act. How is it going to affect me? I'm not even close to 70 or 70 and a half, maybe even 72. When should we start paying attention to this? What if they're in their 50s and 60s?
1: I think you need to start today. I mean, I think you really do. You know what I see happen a lot out there, Jess, is a lot of folks come and say, you know, I'm really not going to ever need my qualified money because I have a great pension. Or I'm going to use another bucket of money during those years. Mm -hmm. Well, you're maybe going to want to rethink that now and start using that money. You know, uh, I've had a lot of people come to me late, you know, when they get close to 70 or, you know, 72, right in that range and say, now it's time I want to, you know, do something different because I need to start taking this money. Well, all of a sudden, the payments are so large, it throws you in the very top tax bracket. Ah. And so then you have your Social Security taxed, or at least a half of it taxed, if not more, the seventy percent of it taxed. It's just—I think—it's really a reason to sit down, call me, and sit down and look at your money and if you're doing it the right way, because it kind of shakes everything up. It's a great problem to have lots of retirement money, but you want to take that money in the smartest way possible.
0: To make it a priority to sit down with Steve one-on-one and start talking about those things that you need to be putting in order for to have that successful financial plan for when you enter retirement. As you mentioned, you could have this big pile of money, but if you're not allocating it correctly, if you're not using it correctly, then you could find yourself in trouble just years down the road. So we want to help you avoid that. Steve, you always say that planning for retirement is about 25% of the numbers and 75% of it is emotional. I'm sure that you see this every single day.
1: I do absolutely, and you know, we've just kind of glossed over the, hi- the the highlights of it. There's some details within ten years, and a lot of little bit moving parts. But I mean, overall, I think the bottom line is it's not what you have. It's what you have after taxes and fees. And that's really how we can help people, you know, retire smart, really retire the way you want to retire. And then I think also what's so important, people have worked so hard, what they're not going to use in their lifetime, they want to pass it on to their heirs in a really smart way. You know, that may be kids. It may be nieces and nephews, it may be a foundation, it may be a neighbor. I've just seen some really interesting ways people have passed money along, you know, to really make the money do the best it can. It may be grandkids, you know, it may be for education for the next three generations. Mm -hmm. There's ways to do it. But now that we have this deadline, it's a great way to rethink that money. You know, Jess, over the holiday, I had three different calls from people. I had a lot more than that. but Three of them said to me, you know, wish I would have called you earlier. I wish I would have gotten a head start. And, you know, I really see people when they start in their 50s and their 60s and do the planning, it makes it easier in the 70s or the 80s. Um, you know, it really is. And, you know, one of the things I met with one of my clients that really funny that he was telling me, he said, you know, 20 years ago, I told you I was going to live ek- this long, he said, but I've lived 15 years longer. And I, you know, I told him we don't always get a chance to decide when we're going to check out of here. So we have to plan for the long run. And I think that's so important as we think about a new year, Mm -hmm. planning and all the things we can do. You know, Jess, life is so much what you make it. And I think money is that way too. You know, making a difference in someone's life. You've worked all those years. You've done all the heavy lifting. Sit down and craft out a plan to make that money work for you the best it can and then to the folks that you want to leave it to behind. We talk about the emotional side of the money, but we also kind of talk about the numbers and making the numbers work, Jess. It's Mm -hmm. all so important.
0: So much for joining us for today's episode of retired texas style on the podcast stay tuned more episodes to come and as always get more details on the website retire talk to you soon
1: with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Hoyle Financial Group, Texas insurance license number 1719183.